Our scripture lesson for this third Sunday in Advent comes from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of St. John. It goes like this. John was in prison and he heard what Jesus was doing, so he sent some of his followers to go to Jesus and ask, are you the one we are waiting for or should we look for someone else? And Jesus answered, go and tell John what you have heard and seen. The blind are now able to see, and the lame can walk. People with leprosy are being healed and the deaf can hear. The dead are raised to life and the poor are hearing the good news. God will bless everyone who doesn't reject me because of what I do. And as John's followers were going away, Jesus spoke to the crowds about John. And he said, what sort of person did you go out into the desert to see? Was he like tall grass blown about by the wind? What kind of man did you go out to see? Was he someone dressed in fine clothes? People who dress like that live in the king's palace. What did you really go out to see? Was he a prophet? He certainly was. I tell you that he was more than a prophet. In scriptures, God says about him, I am sending my messenger ahead so to get things ready for you. I tell you that no one has ever been on this earth greater than John the Baptist, but whoever is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than John. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord, and from our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. These scripture lessons we're reading during Advent are all about preparation. The preparation for the coming, in a way, for the coming of the Christ child, in a way that's not really what it's all about. You know, we're so oriented toward Christmas in our Western culture that we forget what the message of Christmas really is. It isn't that a baby is born. It's that God has found favor with God's children, with us. And that the birth of Jesus is foretelling the advent of the kingdom of God, a kingdom in which the blind see, the deaf hear, the lepers are cured, the poor have the good news preached to them. And what we are trying to do during the Advent season is to live up to those promises. Because if all we had of Jesus was a man who was born and who lived and who preached and then who was crucified and even resurrected, unless he was bringing in, ushering in the new kingdom of God, the kingdom where the lions lay down with the lambs, the kingdom, in other words, where we ban evil and pain and misery and anger and create a world where people live together in harmony and peace, united just in our common humanity under the love of God. That's what the Christmas season is all about. And one of the things that I think we often say at this time of year is, wouldn't it be nice if the spirit of Christmas could last all year long? What Jesus is promising us is that it can and it begins with us. So how were people ever to know whether Jesus is the Messiah that we proclaim or whether he's just another preacher in the wilderness? And what he says is, I think, one that has to govern us too. Do the blind see? Do the deaf hear? Are the lepers cured? Do the hungry get fed? Do the thirsty get drink? Do the prisoners visit, are prisoners visited? What Jesus is saying, the sign of God's kingdom are all those things that are prophesied in the Old Testament. They're made manifest in Jesus, but they're supposed to also be manifest in us. So if people want to know 
whether God's kingdom is on the way, they don't have to look to the scripture so much as they have to look to us who call ourselves Christians. And are we doing the things that we say God wants done? Because to the extent we are, we're building the kingdom of God. And so at this Christmas time, I urge us all to read these words that Jesus told the disciples of John. He said, go back and tell John these things that you've seen about how the kingdom is being manifest and apply them to ourselves so that we can say, yes, I've done my part to see that the blind see and the deaf hear and the poor eat and the prisoners are visited because that is the kingdom of God and that is what is being promised. And that is the good news. Thanks be to God. Now let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we do admit that we fall short of creating your kingdom. At the same time, we thank you for all the blessings you give us and for all the opportunities you give us to serve one another. We ask our blessing on those who suffer for the hungry and for the homeless, for the victims of wars and natural disasters, for all those who suffer from illness and who are institutionalized, that we ask your blessing. Lord, we ask your blessing on all those who help, for the police officers and firefighters and utility workers, for the farmers and the teachers and the merchants, maybe especially for the teachers who are the hope of our children. We thank you for all those who make this a better world. We pray for our president, for our governor, and all the men and women in the armed forces. And we pray for one another as we remember the words that you taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now may the Lord bless you and keep you and make God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you. Give each of you God's peace.